0: Hi, welcome back to Kansas City's Marketing and Advertising Podcast. I'm your host again, David English. And I have with me today a guest who is the epitome of why I started this podcast to begin with. Um, her name is Jo Marie Bertonson and of Bertonson Media here in Kansas City. And when I... When I started this, the goal was to meet with and talk to some of these great entrepreneurs in Kansas City in the marketing and advertising industry, people who are out doing great things uh, like Adtrend, my company is, and people who can use this platform of the podcast to talk about what they do, why they do it, the passion behind their business, um, maybe why they have left corporate America to start their own venture. And... um, Joe Marie is exactly that. And I, I'm thrilled to be able to sit down with her to uh to really talk about her voyage, her journey, what's happened through the years, why she's here running her own ship, if you will, and um talk about everything that she's doing here in Kansas City. And I'm gonna jump right in. I'm uh, you know, you guys know why we're here. Um Joe Marie, how are you doing? What's going on?
1: Good, thank you for having me.
0: I'm thrilled, and and I meant what I said. It really, truly is. I mean, if you look at your story and look at where you've been, what you're doing now, um, you know, some of the awards you've you've received in the past, mm-hmm. um, it is it's really a great voyage that you've been on. And um, I'm gonna let you do it better than I can. And okay. Give the listeners an idea of who they are, who you are, what's going on. Tell them a little about yourself.
1: Well, I have been in the business for quite some time, as you had mentioned, and the voyage has been fantastic and uh, it continues. And I love this whole continuation. So I started, gosh, 23 years ago,
2: mm-hmm.
1: back in the day at Bernstein Rain. Yep. I was there, started as an assistant, and uh, you definitely worked my way up through the years. From Bernstein Rain, the voyage took me to Zenith Media which is part of the Publicis group. Mm-hmm. So I was there for 10 years and worked my way up from media buyer to associate media director and vice president of the company. At uh, the time, uh, the economy started to tank. Yep. And Zenith came in and closed with several regional offices. And Kansas City was kind of caught up in that whole... They were part of it. We were part of it. So we were caught up in that, that whole mess of things. And I suddenly found myself, what am I going to do? Without a, without a job, two small kids... What are we going to do? And yep. I love what I do. And I w- couldn't see myself doing anything different. But I also found myself in a position where people looked at my title and said, we can't afford to hire you. Sure. The economy is tanking. What are you going to do? So after talking to several of my colleagues who also do this business, I figured nothing ventured, nothing gained. So in the worst economy ever, I hung my sign on the door. And here I am at with Bertonson Media nine years later.
0: That's awesome. I mean, it, talk about that—that that feeling there. I mean, you—you you, you know, made that plunge. That, I did. That uh, and is that was that a, a carefully thought out, you know, plan or was that a, am just going to do it? I'm just it gonna went, I don't know
1: if it was carefully thought out because it all unraveled in a very short amount of time. Yeah. So within a couple of months of Zenith closing their doors, I was in business. Right. So I don't know if I would have had the courage to take the plunge God. if it wasn't kind of forced upon me in a way. But um, I'm so glad I did. It has allowed me to have that flexibility and really grow the business at the rate that I've wanted to grow the business.
0: Right, right. So tell tell the listeners a little bit about your organization. What do you do? How are you maybe different mm-hmm. than some other media buying organizations? So how are you similar? What's give them an idea?
1: Okay. Well, I, I kind of a, I'm a one woman shop. I, I do it all from start to finish. So I am all of those departments that you would find in an ad agency all wrapped up into one. I am your account team. I am your media planner, your buyer. I also funnel the creative to where it needs to go. I don't do the creative myself, um, but I have a lot of companies who are franchise-owned that can send me the creative already done in itself. So I am that creative arm as well. And I also review all the invoices. So I'm accounting. So yep. I, I take everything, really, from start to finish. Wow. So that does make me a little more unique yep. than some uh, because I, I play all those roles. I don't need to have all of those departments to play all those roles. It's me. Yep. And it starts and stops with me. It's Bertonson Media. That is me. That is who I am. And so, of course, I want to make sure that I'm providing that customer service no matter what any client might need.
0: Because your name's on the front door.
1: My name is on the front door, and um, it is my reputation. Exactly,
0: exactly. So the typical customer walking in the door. I mean, who who are you working with? What what are they? Who what's their profile look like?
1: Well, uh, I haven't really put myself into a category of Great. one particular type client that I work with. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of all over the board. The nice thing about it is I I can be very flexible because it is me. So I can take a large automotive client, or I could take a small, locally-owned retail client, and anything in between all of that. Right. And I can really put those plans together that are customized to meet each of those clients' needs. So it runs the board Mm -hmm. as far as what client I take and and what that challenge might be. All of them are different. Not one is the same.
0: Yeah, that's great. Do you think your experience in the past at some of these larger organizations you've Mm -hmm. been at... Has allowed you the ability to to adapt to the client that much easier, and that you you can see and look at a client, and say, okay, here is a unique plan, here's a unique idea, and then you can flip around and look at someone who's maybe re- more regional
1: mm-hmm.
0: and larger and has different needs. Has that experience helped you? I mean, is that that's oh, absolutely be. something you lean on?
1: Yes, absolutely. Experience is, is key, I think, in all of this. Yeah. Um, not just the experience that we. All, that me, that I have had, um, but in also the continuing education that I provide to myself and to my clients. The experience in the past is great, but we got to continue to move forward. The right. media environment changes all the time. There are so many offerings out there. So the experience definitely has helped with planning and with being that person for any account. The experience is great, but you also have to look to the future at the same time. And plan for that. So I think all of those things combined really help set me apart and make me unique that I can take on just about anybody who wants to knock on the door and and walk on in and have a partnership and work together.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. And now something that is unique with you that I I want to focus on, I'm going to shift gears on you just a little bit, (laughs) um, is the difference between running, a, a, and Zenith is a big organization, and yes. you had a prominent role there, R- running an organization like that, which I'm sure you were passionate about and you loved, but what's the difference between doing that and and having your name on the front door again and being everything, from start to finish, mm-hmm. you are, you know, you're with the client and you're walking them through it, I mean, it is your your baby. It I mean, is. You know what, what, it absolutely is. What's that, what's that difference mean to you?
1: It means everything. It means, well, there's more responsibility on myself. Sure. Yes, you can work for the big corporate agencies and there's a lot of responsibility. There's, also, there's a lot of people you have to report to. There's all of these other things in place um, yeah. that comes in the corporate life and the corporate world. But me having that sign on the door, that is me and my responsibilities. And it means 10 times more. Than going into a large agency and working for them, because you're working for somebody else. Right. They're telling you what you have to do and how you have to operate and how they dictate how you work with the account team and the client itself or whatever other department you need to partner with, to make something work for a client. Right. This it's me. Right. You know, I I get to be the captain of the ship, if you will, and really work with that client to know their needs and to be able to customize whatever they need. Sometimes I felt that people didn't always listen to the client. When you've got that many people involved, it wasn't coming across what their needs were.
2: Right.
1: Here it's, it's me. It's, it's, it's such a partnership with a client that you have to listen. They have to be able to respect you and trust you and, and they value your opinions. So you become part of that family and that company. Um, whereas before with an agency, it's who's walking in the door today. Is it the account team? Is it the creative team? Is it a media planner a buyer? You know, you don't have it all full circle. Whereas with me, everything comes full circle.
0: That's great. I mean, and, and a lot of people have talked about that when we, when we sit down. A lot of different business owners is that it, control is the wrong word, but that ability to be involved with everything that the client sees. Yes. And it's... In a, in the best of ways, it's forced upon you to pay attention to every minute detail for that client.
1: Absolutely. And
0: you have to be able to uh, to adapt. You have to be able to move. If mm-hmm. a client wants a different kind of media than maybe you've bought before, or wants something that's um, part of this media change. Yes. You get to be involved with it. What's that media change look like? How's it? How's the media world shifting right now?
1: Well, it's it's every day is something different. There's yeah. different platforms. There different there's different ways of targeting people. A lot of people, you know, and one of the new buzzwords, um, is OTT. Yeah. So that is definitely new to the media environment. Um, not so new, but new as far as it's, people are adapting to it more. Um. So that's one of the new buzzwords. Cool. It, is this OTT? Um, what does and, that stand
0: for? Just for the people that don't know.
1: Over the top TV. Right so it's definitely another way to reach people right and reach people and how they're consuming tv how how they are adapting to their everyday lives their everyday busy changing lives so where they have time to consume their media sure so you you have to stay on top of all of those changing environments every day
0: the people who have cut the cord they're watching their they're getting their media fix their tv fix from Netflix or from the Amazon Fire Stick or yes. Xbox or something like that, um, you, the OTT. That's that's what that is. The OTT. Yes, right, exactly. that is it. I just wanted to explain because there's people who don't know acronyms like. You know,
1: of course, we use them every day, so we don't think about how everybody else sure. thinks about that term when they hear it, and. It, a lot of times the clients too. You'll come in and you'll talk about new plans for 2019 or whatever the case might be. And you'll come and talk about new plans and the clients a lot of times will ask, well, what's new? Where do I need to be involved with? So you you start using those acronyms and throwing it out there. And all of a sudden you can see where they start to glaze over. (laughs) So you you take a step backwards and then it's an education process all at the same time, which is, again, is something with, being myself and Bert Hansen media that you sit you take a step back and you can sit and explain all of that to them right and get them to be educated and learn the processes that you go through for them sure and you want them to be comfortable with the media as well so you don't want to present something to them that they're looking at it going i don't understand what this is right so you definitely it's an education process throughout so you definitely have to stay up on what's going on.
2: You're
0: right. And so with all that is going on in the media world today, I mean, it's no longer I'm going to buy radio, TV, outdoor, or news or print. It's, right. There's, there's unlimited. With all that's going on, how do you differ yourselves from maybe some of the larger organizations or other uh, locally owned platforms that we've talked to?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, education. Yeah. that's That's a big one is that I try really hard to stay up on everything that's going on. Um, And a lot of times teams try to, but they don't necessarily have the time to, or they don't educate their client enough to be able to talk intelligently about what's going on. So education I think is, is key. So you definitely have to stay up on what those changes are. And you have to be able to present them to the client in a way that again, trust, partnership. You know, you know where you need to take the client to get them the best results. But they also have to buy into the plan as well. They have to trust what you've put on that piece of paper. Right. So you need to stay educated and on top of what's, what's going on in the environment. Right. So I think that has definitely something that has differentiated myself from others is that, again, it all comes back to me. And it's my company and it's my name on the door and it's my reputation. I love it. And I, I don't want to ever go into a client's office and then they throw something at me that I can't respond to. So if they come back to me and say, oh, well, what is OTT? And if I can't respond to that, then I'm not doing my job for the client either.
0: You can't say, I don't know, I read it online the other day.
1: Exactly, (laughs) exactly.
0: Read it on on the interwebs.
1: Exactly. Can't do it. It, Right. So you definitely have to continue to stay up on all of those platforms and everything that is changing every day. It is definitely a daily process.
0: It is. Because the media world is changing fast. It is. It's... um, I mean, with my billboards, I mean, it's it's still a stick with a big poster on the on the top of it, which is great. But there's so many other ways to reach people. Yes, that um, clients I imagine I'm asking are unaware of when they sit down with you. and when you can explain to them, it's like, okay, we can do so many more things than you realize. Yes, um, here's what's worked before, and here's what we can do.
1: Absolutely. A lot of times they don't realize what's available. Yeah, um they know that they have been served an ad. They're not quite sure how it got put in front of them in the digital space. There's such an education process that goes with them, too, because they know there's things out there. But a lot of times they don't understand it and they haven't had anybody come in and really explain what all of those changes have been. And sometimes they're a little scared of it, too. They know they need to adapt But then there are concerns. Do I have the budget to adapt? Do I need to go from my comfort zone over here to what I've done all this time um, and really dive into something different? So there's a lot of...
0: How do you get a client to change? I don't mean to interrupt, but how do you get a client to change that philosophy of this has worked for me for the last 20 years? (laughs) Why? Why am I making the change?
1: How how does that conversation look? What does it look like? Well, it's a different conversation every time because it, it comes back to customization. Not every client is the same. So you really have to approach it to that client's needs. And uh, what their goals are and their objectives are. So first you want to know all those things from the client. And then you can sit down and talk to them where they have been, where they've advertised. And what you can see has worked for clients before. And where you can you know, stretch those dollars maybe a little bit more to get them a bigger ROI yeah. than what they've tried. Um, so a lot of times it comes back to talking to them about all of the availabilities. And sometimes it's showing them statistics as well. You know, with... Digital advertising. So many people know they need to do it. They don't know how it works. It's kind of a scary topic for them.
0: It's a little big brother.
2: It and is. It's very you, creepy. You got
1: me. How? You mean because I went on this website and looked for something. Now you're serving me ads for this pair of shoes that I looked for. Right. Yes, we are staying in front of you, and that scares them sometimes. It's
0: not an accident when you're shopping for shoes online. Exactly. Three days later, the same shoes show up. In an advertisement or on your social media, that's not an accident. It
1: is not an accident, but a lot of times it's just simply sitting down with them and explaining the process and how things work. Yeah, and showing them the results that they can get for you know different things. So it, again, education—it's it, key. It really comes back to helping them understand what's available and helping them to understand what it is and how their ads get there, Right. and then you could start to see them kind of calm down a little bit. It's not so scary. They know that everybody's doing it. They don't know how to do it, which is why they've probably picked up the phone and called me. Yeah. So it's just a matter of explaining the processes and how it all works. And if everybody else is kind of adapting to it, why, why not me? Um, it's that time we need to do it because all of the traditional ways are still there right. of getting to people. But now there's all these other layers and they just don't know how to use them or where the best place to put those dollars are.
0: You're right. I mean, in, in the customer's defense, I mean, it's really easy. You're driving down the road, you see a sign. You, yes. You're turning on the TV, you see, you, you see a commercial. Anyone can make that connection. Yes. anyone can make that oh well that makes sense I can see that I can touch that I see how it works um, you can probably either even as a savvy business owner walk that back and say okay so I call the company they I buy an ad a video a video make a video set or record my ad it goes that's easy yes but to do something digitally it's just harder to, it's not as tangible it's it, not and you have to be able to wrap your mind around how it works and and, or be okay not knowing how it works and just trusting <laughs> you. <Yes. laughs> trusting you.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, I think it's very important too as we embark on these new roads. Um, with digital, you absolutely can come back and show them reports. Yeah. And they a lot of times they love to see how many people have clicked on their website because of a digital ad. Right. Or how many impressions were served. A lot of those numbers to them are, wow, so that many people acted...
0: It's tangible on the ad. back end, it not, is, on, the not front on the front end. end. Yeah. But
1: you can show them those, those numbers. And some of my clients are like, wow, I never thought I could reach that many people with this one ad. And so I think transparency when it comes to digital ads is key as well. And you definitely want to be able to show the client what they're paying for and what they got for that. Right. So, and that's, again, that's a tangible way on the back end of things that you can show them how this is working for them.
0: I love that. Hey, the transparency and, and is so key because you can, you can turn around and say, okay, listen, these people are looking at your ad on this app or this web page yes. or, and here's how they're finding you. Um, can you critique the media plan at that point and say, okay, we need to narrow our focus even more? Yes. And say, okay, here's where they're finding us. This is where we're successful. This is where we're not successful. Yes. Let's focus more time and energy here. And over the course of weeks or months or a year, mm-hmm. you can really be in that sweet spot. Absolutely. Where you're, you're hitting home run after home run after home run. Yes.
1: Yep. You can optimize those campaigns all day long. Yeah. You find that that mix that really works for you. Yeah. So what else was happening in the month where we saw this particular spike on our digital ads? Do yeah. we have some TV? Do we have some radio? Did we have some outdoor? What else kind of helped those spikes along the way? Yeah. So you could take a look at the plan and you can optimize it really at any given time. You know, I would recommend they give it just two or three months to sure. kind of shake things out before any big optimizations. Really transpire,
0: yeah, you, but you
1: can optimize along the way at any given moment now, and we, you really should.
0: We've talked a lot about the digital stuff, but you, you don't, mm-hmm. you're not, you'll, you'll work in the traditional media. Oh, world absolutely, as well. yeah.
1: absolutely, um, the traditional means of advertising really help with the digital side of things. Couldn't too. agree more. So it, it definitely helps give those numbers a boost. Yeah. And you want people to see your advertising in multiple ways. Right. So you don't want to go all in with something. Um, you definitely need to have a couple of different platforms active and going for you. Yeah. To make the most out of those dollars. Now, some clients don't always have the the dollars to spend on all the platforms, and you definitely don't want to spread it too thin to where that media plan is not working for them because you've you spread that out just too much. Right. So there's a there's a balance there.
0: That's good. And finding that balance is such a key with uh, with the clients and everything else. So I mean if if someone, you know, wants to become your customer is interested, yeah. I mean, when's a good time to bring in an agency? When's a good time to just say I'm going to do it myself?
1: <laughs> well, I I think the client is can answer that probably better right. as far as what their needs are and how they're feeling as far as if they want to bring in somebody like me um, or if they want to try and tackle it themselves. Right. And a lot of times I'll get clients that have tried to tackle it themselves. And you'll walk in and here you are, this person, and it's a little scary because they haven't had anybody before, but they know they've needed to make this jump because a lot of times they don't understand all of the changes that have happened in media. Right. So they know they need to pick up the phone, but for them it's an, at an expense. Um, it's comfort um, because you're suddenly giving your hard-earned dollars to somebody and you have to trust that person you're giving those dollars for to help grow your business.
0: and you can relate to that because you're on that side. I of am coin on that
1: I am on both sides of that
0: <laughs> makes sense. I mean, so um, we're gonna wrap up here in the next few minutes, but um, we always I always want to take a few minutes and talk about business ownership. Mm-hmm. And stepping out of the media world, if you will, um, we have a lot of listeners who reach out and have business-related questions. I mean, what advice, I mean, running your own business, what advice would you have for someone who's wanting to start up their own? Research. Yeah.
1: Research, I think, is key. And you have to be comfortable with that decision and really just go all, go all in. You can't go into a business thinking, well, if it works, great, if it doesn't, oh well you really have to embrace that journey that you're going to go on. And you have to give it 110%. If not, then you're not as committed as you thought you were going into it. Yeah. Um, but you you really have to start your research and find out who else is in that environment with you. Can you compete? Is it, is it too scary to jump in with both feet? You, know, you have to be able to answer those questions and be comfortable with those decisions. If not, then it's probably not gonna start off the way that you had envisioned it to. So definitely reach out. Talk to other peers that you know that have done this. That's what I did. I sought you, like I said, done of the clothes. Suddenly found myself, what am I going to do? Talk to my peers. Other people that I know who have jumped into owning their own business. And coming out of all of those conversations, the one thing was there's enough business out there for everybody. You just have to go and get it. And it's you. That is the keyword word in that sentence. It's it's you.
0: I picture that sentence with the word you in big capital yes. letters. You <laughs> underline it a couple of times and circle it.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It is you. You have to go and get that. And it's how you envision that journey to be. Yeah. But, you, but you have to be committed. For it to really work for you. It'd be
0: all in. And you have you to 100. percent this is going to succeed or I'm gonna fail.
1: Exactly. Then,
0: there's not there's no uh, safety net. There's no right. I'm gonna fall if it doesn't work, then you know <laughs> go down another path. Oh well,
1: I you yeah. know, gave it an old college try, I guess. Well,
0: I mean, but, looking back in the conversation, if we can rewind a little bit, you you made that decision to jump in with two two young boys. Yes. Um, all of a sudden, you're probably in a bit of a panic mode.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh,
0: what 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 and you took that decision so incredibly serious. Yes. Of if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna go hundred miles an hour and um it's it's going to work. Yes. Is that fair? I don't wanna put oh, words in your mouth. Absolutely it but, is. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely it is. And again, it's it's my it's my reputation. It's my name out there. And if I'm going to do something I'm going to give it everything I've got to do it. Yeah. And I want it to succeed. And so for me, I jumped in with everything I had and said, here we go. Hung my sign on the door. Nothing bitch nothing gains. That's awesome. And, and awesome. here we sit. Is and there, it's been fabulous.
2: Is
0: there a passion or a love that you find that you have for where you're at now? Where, you know, looking back, seeing all the successes and fighting through the failures. Mm-hmm. A passion that you have that's just like. You know you can't describe it, you just yes,
1: you... <laughs> this business it's fantastic. I love the people I work with. It's ever changing. You never know who's gonna be on the other end of the phone, right? Um, well, I guess what call ID you do, but
0: <laughs> I know <what> you mean <laughs>
1: yes, you, you just never know um where or who you're gonna be talking to next, yeah. or where the path is going to lead you, and again, this environment with media changes so much. You don't just sit and do the same thing every day. So it keeps your excitement going and that interest of, gosh, I really want this to work and I can help grow somebody's business and that's huge satisfaction, not only to somebody else's business, but to my business as well. You want to be able to help them grow and as they grow and as they succeed, so do you. And it's a very satisfying feeling to have.
0: I love that. I mean, and I've had those conversations with clients, and it sounds like you have too, of them coming back towards the end of a campaign mm-hmm. and, say, and them saying, you changed the business. Yes. You changed how we work. You changed, you know, everything about how the year was going to last. That's a great feeling. It is. It's a great feeling when you can look them in the eye and say, that you know, it's great. Let's continue what we're doing or let's make it better. But... To know that you had such an impact on their lives. Yes. Um, to me is I mean, it's it's why we we do what we do.
1: Absolutely it is. Yeah. And it's not just the business owner's life, but it's all of their employees as well.
2: Exactly. Because as
1: they grow, then they pass it on to their employees and it's just this whole trickle-down effect. Yeah. Um so there's nothing better than especially as as the year wraps up and, you know, January rolls around and you and you hear where the businesses that you work with closed. Yeah. So are you what percentages are you up this year? Where are we at? And as you try to make those decisions for the media plan for the this year, it's a great feeling to hear those numbers. That's awesome. And the biggest challenge is I have <laughs> one client says, okay, we were up, you know, this percent, how are you going to top that next year? What? So that's where the biggest challenge comes like, <laughs> this is all great. Well, how am I going to exceed that for them this year? It just just keeps going and going and going, but I'm up for that challenge. I love that challenge. Yeah, And that's where you start introducing some new players, like the OTTs of the world. And you you start optimizing those plans and finding things that you can start introducing into those plans that are just going to help them grow who sees their commercials.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. So if someone wants to get in touch with you, um. what's the best way to do that? Just call me. Call you.
1: You can find my website. Um, I have a Facebook page or just pick up the phone and call me. Yeah. I love to have conversations with people. Obviously, we're sure. sitting here ch- chatting and just just call me. i okay. love to have a great conversation. I think a conversation and talking to someone helps put them at ease with the decisions that they're making rather than just communicating digitally via email and whatnot. You really can't convey everything you'd like to.
2: Yeah.
1: But having a conversation. So pick up the phone and give me a call.
0: Give me a call. Yeah. I love it. And I tell you, I cannot thank you enough for your time. I know you're busy. Uh, I know you have a lot going on right now. And um, you know, it's. I can't express my appreciation enough when business owners like yourself open the door and say, come on in, let's chat for a few minutes because it really, um, I think we're doing something good here. By Absolutely. talking to other business owners, you included, and um, again, I appreciate your time. So thank you very much.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Everyone, thanks for chiming in. I appreciate you listening. Please listen, share, subscribe to the podcast. Um, I can't tell you how much I appreciate that when I get a little notification telling me that someone else has chimed in or you've asked a question or you're following. Please share it with your friends, your colleagues. Um, I cannot thank you enough for doing that. Um, Again, my name is David English. Thanks for your time, and I will catch you guys later.